I'm not a ranger yet, but I will be uh, in, the, in the future. Once a ranger, always a ranger. Hello and welcome to a more gratuitous episode of Once a Ranger. I'm Minhas and I'm joined today with Nav, Akil, and Nick. And today we'll be talking about episode two and three of MMPR. So let's actually get right into it, starting with episode two, High Five. Akil, let's take the floor for someone who's never watched it before. I've never watched Power Rangers. I'm coming in fresh off of episode one. I love Rita's character development <laughs> in this episode. We went from time to blow up the closest planet, I think was her motive in episode one, to time to conquer Earth. And in order to do so, we need to trap the Power Rangers in, I guess, a time warp to yeah. conquer Earth. So I love the structure that she has. She's really planning this out. Yeah, it's it's fun to see, like, she just doesn't, there's no rhyme or reason. She's like, yeah, we're just going to trap them in a time loop like I did Zordon. Yeah, Which, like, and then no of, explanation. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> what just do you mean? It adds a little bit of lore too, because it's like, oh, so is she the like? She does this like regularly. Like <laughs> this is like part of her regular steps of planning. She's just like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do what I did them. Like I'm gonna do what I did to them. What I did to Zordon. I was like, okay, yeah, that's and we're gonna she use the monster with Zordon. Again. She's yeah, she yeah, so. she yeah. Um, and speaking of Rita, she also learned the Rangers' names in this episode. Mm. Yes. Within the last episode, she knows that Trini and Kimberly, she knows who they are. She calls them by name when she's talking to the people, like they're friends. Like they're mm -hmm. like nemesis for the longest time. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a it's a start of their relationship, you know, and yes. it's really weird. Like they don't really go face to face very often. I don't think from what I remember, no. nope. but I'm also slowly learning watching these episodes. Like I just don't remember like. There are things that are just like crazy that I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm like, maybe I just, the more iconic things just stick out, right? Mm -hmm. um, like Rita says in this episode, like, or, well, Rita's known for saying like, make my monster grow. But in this episode, she doesn't say that. Or like, it's oh. not the, that's not the ploy to get the giant enemy out on the thing. Yeah. I think I wrote it here. Uh, a moon dust soft and pliant send earth a giant. Like <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. nice. <laughs> That's yeah. like poetry. It is, isn't it? It's, well, she is fun. a witch. She is like a. Mm -hmm. She is a mm -hmm. witch. She has magical power, so it makes sense. She does like spells, and then they just. Yeah. I think they, they really. It's interesting because they're attempting to establish lore, in a lot of mm -hmm. ways, and they're figuring out what the heck they're doing. So they mm -hmm. do these different things, like Rita, casting a spell, and like you know saying like, "Oh, I trapped Zordon in a time warp." Like just little nuggets everywhere, and then. I think as we see the episodes go, they figure out what they actually want to be part of the yes. lore and canon. And right. Do you think yeah, they just made stuff up along the way? 100%. It feels like it often. <laughs> Definitely George Lucas to the Power Ranger universe. <laughs> <Right. what> he... <laughs> and this episode really felt like the experiment mm -hmm. of like, oh, maybe we can make some catchphrases. Maybe we can just like have Rita say this and make it like a normal thing. And some of the stuff stuck and some of the stuff did it. And Akil, um, what I really noticed since the last episode, you mentioned the musical beats. Yes. Um, they were really hitting it in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With Vulcan they... Skull doing the da -na 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 -na, like trying to climb yeah. the yeah <laughs> yeah that was multiple cool. times 
those guitar riffs go really hard, especially in those. Oh, there was also a lot of like out of suit fighting too. I felt I, I really, yes. which I really appreciate. Um, was this the one where like Trini couldn't climb up the rope? Was that was that was this yes. one? Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the insane uh, form of human chain. Like oh the- yes. Dude, they no. don't even need the Megazord. They can do it without the suits. <laughs> it's like, wow. Dude, the the physical strength that is required for that whole combination yeah. like jason is a beast apparently right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach's so quads crazy. must be made of steel because he just holds kimberly and i'm just like what is and zach's legs as well right, right. she's yeah. like holding yeah. on to him and they're like spinning around it's like what's going on here it looked really practical like you would think like it was, Zach i'm sure it was you think, yeah, that's, it, it looked really practical. You would think, like, Zach was, like, a dummy or something, but no, like, every, I, I like, rewatched that scene three times, and I was like, how did they do this? Did they just actually do this? They like, did. Yeah, that's no, why they, they got martial artists. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's they, what, yeah. insane. And I yeah, love they, they built up to it, too, because in the beginning, we have Jason coming down the ropes, and he, like, picks up Billy with his mm. legs and swings him around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Coming full circle with their human sword. I didn't even think about that. That's a fair point. Yeah. That scene was really hilarious. Poor Billy is is just trying to like live his life and he's always caught in the even in the last episode to this one, he's always kind of like the person who gets caught in the mess of Vulcan Skull, even though he's yeah. just trying to exist. Um, I, I think I think these two episodes, a little bit in episode two and more in episode three, I'm like starting to have beef with Billy. I'm like, you're just saying no. big words. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no, okay. yeah. See, I said, this yeah. First, I said this last episode. It's like, he's literally just like saying a bunch of word salad yeah. that just doesn't really cohesive anything. But he did make the he did make the communicators, which I totally forgot about. Yeah. I yes. thought that was right. like part of the whole like. So, you know, and that came with the whole thing, but no, I like Billy actually invented those things. So he made the communicators, but then they messed up, and he said, "I have it in my notes. Neutrino power grid must have crossed molecular, and then he got beamed up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that make any sense? Yeah. That's not how neutrinos work. But <laughs> they like they go up to Zordon, and Zordon is like, "These are your communicators," and then Alpha is going to tweak them so that they become teleporters. And I'm like, they were just teleporters. By they were just teleporters already. What are you tweaking? Yeah. I love how uh, Kimberly's like, this is so 90s, and we don't even have teleportation yes. here in our Lord's year of 2020. Where is the if it's so 90s? Uh, this is 2022, by the way. We still don't have teleporters. <laughs> what were the I, I go by the decades. Um, <laughs> You started our episode with morphitudinous. That one, that one took me. I was like, "That's yeah. so wild to even say." The one, that- um, yes. Mor- um, yeah. And then when Jason gets in his Zord, he says "morphin," just, just <laughs> morphin. morphin. It's just I missed yeah. that one. Yeah. And did you notice in episode two, not one, episode three, not once they didn't say more phenomenal or anything with morph, not yeah. even once. I have a feeling it was shot before. Um, Probably, before yeah. episode two, yeah. Going, going back to what both you, what Nick and Akil were saying about Billy, the way he talks, I remember mm-hmm. the command center alarm goes off, and he goes, he goes something like extreme audio oscillation. And I'm like, bro, you can't just <laughs> say there's a bell ringing. Like, there's an alarm. You don't have to act like this. They, they're just making him say things to sound yes. smart. And yeah. It's, the uh, the worst one the worst one is in episode three so I'll mention that when we get there but like oh yeah. Billy not a fan anymore I know uh, we're blue together favorite. but I'm like yeah. we're on thin ice 
I, I love think. Trini and Billy's relationship. And yes. this is great mm -hmm. that like they really have a focus on Billy and Trini very early on. And we definitely see, I know you're upset with the way he talks, but this is a prime example of how Trini is one of the only ones who understand Billy. Yes. She's like often, yeah, she's often translating for him or like really is the bridge between the rest of the Rangers and Billy. Mm -hmm. She is also yeah. like, um, maybe it is just me like being, because again, I do read the comic books and they kind of do tone down his like little like kind of ridiculous language in the comic books because you know it's like reading that would be like insane <laughs> um but also like they're like when jason was climbing up the rope and she comes over and she's like like be careful jason you're gonna fall it's like oh look there's a little there's a little seed but i was like that's also like 30 years ago and I, i'm basing my opinion off of something that was written probably less than five years ago um because i, I think i did mention this in the first episode like they do have a relationship in the comic books I thought it was like kind of cute to kind of like see that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, as someone who didn't read the comics, I read that scene as Jason Kimberly because she's mm. like already there. And she's like, "Come on, Jason, you can do it! Mm. Come on!" And like literally like cheering him on and stuff. So it, yeah. we're we're at like opposite ends of we're the opposite ship. Opposite ends. Now yeah. this is the <laughs> this is the I'm, of Twilight. Uh, I'm with yes, Nick yeah. because uh, after Jason tumbles off of mm. Billy's shoulders. He lands right in front of Trini, and she's like, I told you so, and he just shrugs. Like, it's a totally <laughs> small moment that if it's a blink and a, you miss it moment, but, like, yeah. she yeah. looks at him like, I told you so, and he's just like, what? Like, oh, no. <laughs> I could have died, but okay. Yeah. I'm but with I that in that the... one, because I saw Go that ahead. as, like, a continuation of the her arc in the episode of she's afraid of heights, she gets scared when Billy climbs up the cliff, she can't climb up the rope, like, She's legit, like, don't fall, Jason, and I told you so, Jason, because she's afraid of heights. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I saw it, but I don't yeah. read the comics or know And again, show, my so. bias comes from thinking that the reason they wrote it in the comments, the comics is because Kimberly and Tommy were endgame. So, like, yes. in the hindsight, you can write Trini and Jason together, but, like, doesn't mean at the time it wasn't, like, supposed to be Jason and Kimberly. And, right. and that's just, like, me, like, justifying what I'm saying. Okay. Um, what, what do the I viewers think, think? Jason Kirley and Jason Treaty? Let's, let's leave it to the viewers. <laughs> let's see, let's, this, this, is a, this is the real conflicts that we're worried about. <laughs> yeah. um, I think what we were talking a little bit about like our little, like our Asian experiences, like growing up and like kind of like when Trini's like kind of worried about her friends and like kind of being like overprotective, like that's kind of like how my mom kind of acts too, you know, mm -hmm. when like I, when she thinks I'm doing something dangerous or like something, you know, she'll get like upset and mad at me. Mm -hmm. Not because like she just wants to be mad at me. Well, I actually don't know, but like, you know, it's like that form of caring. I don't know if that was, again, intentional, but like seeing that like kind of portrayed on Trini as like the Asian character in the show, that's kind of like, oh, like I, I understand where she's coming from because like I've definitely felt both ends of that. I do that with yeah. my brother too. And I do that with like, you know, my, my wife. And I'm like, I don't know, that seems, I, we shouldn't be doing that. Like, but I remember being yeah. younger and I was like, I definitely would have done that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was an idiot just like they were. Yeah. yeah, and you gotta love how the the thing that pushes Trini to for, like forget her fear of heights is Billy. He's the mm. one who kind of is the catalyst once again for it. And then when they get to the top of the hill, instead of fighting, um, they kind of move out of the way, and he falls. The putty falls off the cliff, yes. which Billy could have done without Trini, uh, if you think right. about it. Um, he didn't really need her to be there, but emotionally, he needed her to be there. Um, as a side, I love the putties like running around with like leaves. I like no. it. just like yeah. like the leaves on their body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a little bit of pain when uh, Billy dropped his morpher off the cliff. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, mm -hmm. man, I cannot yeah. resell that now." That's, <laughs> that's not. 
that's not gonna go for market price anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, now, do you have any notes? Oh yeah, I have. I have a lot. I was surprised, honestly, because we, in discussing doing this podcast, I w- I was the one saying all the episodes are just like you know kind of formulaic, but like this episode has so many notes, and we've touched on <laughs> some of the things. Um, what I really love is the fact that, and I know other shows do this, but being a Power Rangers fan, to me, character-focused episodes are, like, synonymous with Power Rangers. And mm-hmm. right away we get one, and we get with Trini. And I just, I adore everything about it. Like, from the beginning, Jason's climbing the rope, and she shows concern, and it's like, oh, someone has height fright, is what Kim said. Which was, I was like, that's a weird phrase, but okay. Um, but then you, you see her whole journey, and, like, they acknowledge, Zordon acknowledges her choosing to choosing bravery and selflessness over you know her fear to protect her friend and i just like that because that's a franchise staple like the every season has character focused episodes and what's different about power ranger character focused episodes is there's usually no b plot right like other shows might have a character focused episode but there's usually a a b sometimes a c plot to it um, with Power Rangers is just like the plot is all about that ranger and like some of my favorites are in space I'm not going to touch on them too much really but I just I love that right away we're like because like I said it's it's very common for the season to have like their opener and then the next few episodes are character focused episodes where they mm-hmm. they really like let us get to know the rangers as people or learn a different trait about them or explore something about their backstory and I really love that we we dive right in episode two with that, um, but then other than that, like huge things, some of the small things, I think someone else noted this too. Why was everybody running from this rocket? Like I don't know. Yeah, I, don't yeah. know. I was like, it's a toy rocket. And they're like, ah, toy rocket. <laughs> what this, more this, shall we do? This felt like three different episodes of the original Japanese. Sure. Like probably uh, yeah. Yeah, like the original Japanese show. Yeah. And they just like, yeah, let's just kind of like put them all together. Yeah. And it'll be one episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then even because it is ridiculous. Like she just sends this little, little rocket. And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! and like, like jumping just, out of the way. I just want to make sure I get this. Well, I think that was episode three. Uh, was that episode we're, three? We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, headed, we're a little ahead of the curve. We're still talking about the, the no, second no. episode. Yeah, yeah, the rocket's in episode two. Yeah, oh, the rocket's wait, in episode two. The rocket's two. in episode two. No, yeah, because yeah. that's what yes. starts a time warp. Bones, bones is it? Yeah, bones is it? So, so no, no, she like... she builds a time warp machine that looks <laughs> identical to a NASA space shuttle. <laughs> right, right. Sends it down to Angel Grove. Mm-hmm. It drives around like through Angel Grove, scaring yes. people. Sometimes mm-hmm. on the left side of the road, sometimes on the right side of the road. Always yes. in the correct direction because they reuse that clip of it driving over the arrow. Yes, yes, and yes. then it drives to outside of town, and then shoots like a rainbow laser over the city. Yes. Right. Could yes. she not have shot that laser rainbow at the city from space? No, that's Did ridiculous. We? Okay. No, you need a rocket. You're right. You're right. And also, right. they were trying that. to uh, trap the <laughs> rangers in there by putting a bomb in, in the time warp. But instead of trapping them in there, that's what helped them out. Yeah. And that's the only way that could have been done ever. Yeah. <laughs> so did the rocket send them through the time warp or did Bones send them through the time warp? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the thing is when I was a kid and I watched this episode, 
I thought Bones was like the okay, and I know why I thought this, but I thought Bones was the scariest, most undefeatable guy yeah. ever. And I'm like, no, he's hard. And I remember why I thought this is because in the video game, he was impossible oh. to defeat. Yes, I was oh. like, this guy is so strong. Like you cannot defeat him. He's yeah. serious business. Well, yeah. what's so wild is this might be the not the only, but this is one of the few times Rita uses two separate monsters. Um, yeah. Because yes. Bones That's... gets, like, destroyed, they take his head and then throw it, which was like, okay, apparently, Billy just like, we gotta use, we gotta destroy his head. I was like, how'd you figure that out? But okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, any other monster that can, like, recapitulate itself, yeah. you always have to destroy the I head. Guess. head. Yeah. And then... Not this time is you destroy the head by throwing it directly into <laughs> hell, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, um, and then just yeah. she she casts her spell, and then there's a second monster who, for whatever reason, only Jason fights. I was very yes. confused, yeah. like why? I love that though, and you never. I don't know if you. I'm not gonna say never because I have to rewatch the next episodes to re like really remember. You don't really see that again. No, I agree. It doesn't happen it's, too it's often. Very rare. But I was just so thrown off, and like it kind of goes back to um and episode three does this more but a, a kills point went with the la with the first episode where he's like they kind of just gave us everything but then it feels like they're rebuilt like it would have made more yeah. sense for this to happen in episode one maybe and mm -hmm. then like yeah because then yeah it's just very weird and uh, again they're just like Frankensteining so many things together. Yeah. So I was just like, wait, we already had the Megazord, so why would you do the Megazord again? Why would you do the solo monster writing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, totally, yeah. No, I, I totally am with you on that. Like, it's fun to watch the solo, uh, the solo fights kind of happen in the Megazord, which I think is really strange considering that this episode was about Trini, and then right. Jason gets the solo fight, and I was like, okay, that's where like my assumption like this felt like three different episodes. Yeah. One, but honestly, it could just be just one episode that they cut up numerous times um yeah. I, I haven't watched the original show in a while but it, it it is like the more i watch these episodes the more like i realize like how cut up they they really threw everything kind of together mm -hmm. which adds to its charm um i really like the monster design for this episodes the the bones monster design um i thought it was cool that he could take take off his head um, you can clearly see where the person is in the monsters, um, but that's 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 kind that's of the part fun. of it. That's the magic. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. And then they did this whole effect when it would like fall apart and then like come back together. <laughs> yeah. It looks nothing yeah. like the monster. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. Cut and it was like ah back and I was like oh well that's mm -hmm. that's so charming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually wrote in my notes. Literally, the show is so good. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Because I'm like this show is so good. Honestly, I had so much fun just like rewatching episode two. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we didn't do this on purpose, but Kim really goes like ooze, and you're like oh, ooze. But, <laughs> but um, and then and notes? Trini was hiding like hobbits. Uh, Oh, hiding yeah. from the Nazgul. <laughs> and it <laughs> worked like the hobbits know. hiding from the Nazgul. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Um, and see, so let me, like, see. Um, I think that was, oh, yes, that was most of my notes for episode three. What about you, yeah. Nick? You're the only one who gave, didn't give uh, any final I think thoughts. I just kind of weaved my way into everybody else's yeah. things. Every, everything else was um, really great to just, I have like, witness. Yeah. Uh, so 90s was probably my favorite one because that like doesn't yes. make any sense to me. Like they're in the 90s. Why would she say that's so 90s? I think, I think in the 90s, and again, I was like three, so I can't say this for sure. 
uh, that was a thing that people said. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because wow. <laughs> I've seen it on other TV shows. Right. And that's like the only yeah. basis I have for that. But I think oh, that like Jason's fit in particular, I really liked his fit in this one because he had like the he had the hoodie and then he yeah. like, hanged up on top and then he had like the the plaid shorts. I was like, man, yeah. this guy, yeah, this guy got it all. Fashionable, fashionable. Trini looked so cute. Yes, with her little hair tie scrunchy yeah. on her wrist. She does and, a lot. Uh, her little headband. She's adorable. Yeah. yeah, she is adorable. I mean, Kimberly obviously was always known as the fashion one. But Trini really like flies under the, under the radar. She is great. Yeah, I had some other small things, but like in this episode, because uh, they go to the command center and then the attack happens. Zordon's the one that says it's morphin time in episode two. No one, mm-hmm, like none yeah. of the Rangers, do it. Which that's what I'm saying. Like they're really, it's really cool to go back and watch all these because you see them figuring out what works. And like mm-hmm. this is a small thing for episode three. But, like, Jason just casually says, it's morphin time. Like, there isn't the yell, like, they're usually... Like, that's how I remember it. Like, like it's morphin yeah. time. But in this, he was just like, it's morphin time. I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> like, yeah. This so, episode was a lot, I'm going to say, quieter, even though uh, that doesn't make sense. It's just, like, the energy levels were really low with this one. And that's not a negative thing. I just kind of, like, really felt, like, a little insight into these teenagers' lives. This really felt like a teenager show, especially in the next episode, which we'll get into. Uh, it's just like these are this is the teeniest show like that I've ever seen in terms of Power Rangers because these guys I I think really are just like kids in high school and it's easy yeah, to forget yeah. that they they're um that they're teenagers at this point. Yeah. And episode three I think really has that big I point. like that. Yeah. yeah. So I think we can go on to episode yeah, three. The, the one, yeah, let's talk about one, episode wait, one three. Last thing, oh, one sorry. last thing. So oh, yeah, yeah. In, according to my notes, Kim Kimberly says more phenomenal twice in this episode. And I've never oh. associated that word with her. I've always been like, it's Billy who right. says more phenomenal. But like, Kimberly yeah. says it twice. And I was like, wait. So, so Billy said more fatuitiveness. Yes. Kimberly said more phenomenal twice. And Zach said more phenomenal as well. Oh, Yes, Zach did say more phenomenal. They really pushed it in this episode. (laughs) Uh, I think they were like, let's make this a thing. And again, um, it really felt like they were trying to push like the catchphrases and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. then in the next episode, they don't even say it. They don't even say it once, which is why I think it was shot like this was aired out of order. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Did Billy say affirmative in episode one? Probably. I feel he like that. Yeah, I think so. so. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that becomes his iconic thing. Yeah. yeah. He says it like all the time. Yeah. I think and eventually more phenomenal even like fades out. I don't even think they say it that much. Um, definitely yeah. by Adam's era, it's like it's over. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shame. But going on to episode two, teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so I right away this principal as soon as he showed up. I'm like, oh my god, oh, I totally forgot about this guy. This guy in his toupee, he is the worst. He is the worst. He's always like blaming the the five best up up top students for everyone else's problems. Yes. <laughs> like, why are you here? I wanted to like be annoying. I... Yeah, well, I... Oh, sorry. sorry I, I Akko, didn't go know. Ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay, Akko, go ahead. Just because no, no, no. he hasn't seen it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just had a note that Kimberly, um, Kimberly's face when like when they're being confronted by the principal, she looks like she's gonna beat his ass. She's just yeah. like, "Why the fuck are you asking me some stupid ass <laughs> questions?" Yeah, because he like, asked, yeah. "Is it really that bad?" I was like, "What do you mean, is pollution bad?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Of course, it's bad. 
And Trini's like, I can't. <laughs> Trini's like, I can't stand the smell anymore. And later in yeah. the episode, they visit the dump site. Clearly, they've not been there before. That means yeah. you could smell it from their high school. Ooh, and the yeah, principal's yeah. asking, is it that bad? Can't you yeah. smell it? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they said it, it's stinking up the whole city. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's, it's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, Billy, this salad brained idiot. <laughs> like, I, I you're going to get your cuffins, Akko. You're going to get your Okay, salad braid is from episode two. I just wanted to throw that in. Uh, <laughs> Billy comes up to their like posters and their signs, and, like, and he's like, Are you conducting a campaign of some kind? <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean, Billy? <laughs> what do you think this sounds is? Sounds super intelligent. <laughs> God, I love that guy. He's so funny because he's so smart and so dumb at the same time. And that's why he's the best. Because I noticed that, again, in episode two, when he's the one who climbs the like cliff. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. You're so yeah. smart and so, yeah, dumb. so dumb. I love you. Yeah. He's secretly a himbo, you know? Just because yes. he is yeah. like, built underneath all of that. Yeah. That's so funny. One of the things I wrote in my notes is boys don't care about the environment um, because it was the girls yeah. doing it and all three of them <laughs> made an excuse. And Zach's excuse sounded the most made up, but turns out was true. Like, was true, right? go back to And Alpha being coded, uh, we're going to talk about char character coded. Like, he is coded as pretty fly for a white guy, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just, like, always asking Zach to teach him hip-hop and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, Alpha. Like, No, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, but see, because of that scene, I thought all of them were being legitimate with their reasons. Like, at first I thought it was an excuse, but then once they showed that scene of Zach teaching, I was like, oh, maybe all of them were, like, actually had reasons. Like, I was... Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought it was like, oh, maybe they're planning something for the girls mm -hmm. to, like, you know... And that's the reason they couldn't go. Maybe they were, like, going to do some kind of grand gesture for them. Um, yeah, but then they, they just didn't have and they the actually just yeah. legitimate excuses. <laughs> but if they had legitimate excuses, why were they shifty eyed? That's what I was thinking. Teenagers, I can't shifty-eyed when I have a legit excuse. <laughs> well, maybe they honestly just felt bad because you know like, yeah. they are they are all good friends. Yeah, like, they are all like, good friends. I do care about like what you're doing. I just like I have pre-obligations, which is like so meaningful right now especially for like for me it's like i talk a lot about like social issues on like tiktok and stuff like that and it's like but i'm not mm -hmm. an activist you know yeah. like we're not activists and right. it's like as much as i want to go to the rallies and like go show my support physically i have to go to a day job and i have to you know yeah. you know see people and take care of things and it's like okay I, mm -hmm. yeah i totally get like they couldn't do it like they they probably yeah. do really care about what they're doing yeah. yeah, and yeah, they definitely are. They physically went to the dumb site, right? Like they, they're not just yes. like fake writing signatures and then that's it. Um, another thing, Bulk and Skull. Um, I love Skull. <laughs> I think he's my favorite one of the two. Um, yeah, yeah. He, I, I noticed that in episode two as well, where he's just like, he, he's just like kind of there, but in an excited kind of way. He's so excited about Bulk and his favorite thing is that he loves Bulk so much. But he also, like, just wants to have a good time. In episode two, that's why he laughed at, like, Zach's joke. Right. And, yeah, and, like, yeah, and in okay. this one as well. Yeah. Can we go back He's to that? Because I don't get what the joke was. <laughs> Zach goes... Wait, for the first, for the first one? Yeah, in episode the, two, yes. Shoe, Zach goes... shoe fits, climb it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he says, if the rope yeah. fits, climb yeah. it. And then Skull yeah. bursts out laughing. I was like, I'll, I'll get it. Maybe I'm just a <laughs> moron. <laughs> if the shoe fits, 
And right. I don't know the I don't know what the actual phrase is because people always use idioms yeah. as if you're supposed to know them, but yeah. like you know we're children of immigrants and we all, we don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no one says the second half, and I'm like that could mean anything. Like um, the I remember it's like oh, you know what they say about assumptions. I don't know what they say about assumptions, but you know it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they make an ass out of you. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think Bulk said something like, "Do you think I'm a?" I forget what he said. You think and I'm an idiot? Zach, yeah, do you think I'm an idiot? And then uh, Zach said, if the rope fits, climb it, it yeah. which is yeah. it a few sense. steps removed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skull thought it was so funny. And Skull looks really, really good in this episode. Like, his fit is on par. This yeah. is the first time you see them kind of uh, on point, not on par. Um, the first time you kind of see them hanging out with other people. And that girl that he's hanging out with, so cool like they're, they're right. all really like doing this like aesthetic thing going on i'm like wow this is the first time you really see them in their kind of uh high school element like yes. I, I was watching, i'm like oh these hallways are so familiar so they definitely spent a lot of time in this high school um yeah. and they're legit bullies right they do yeah, they exactly are. like they the bully thing in the other episodes, they're kind of just like goofy guys who are just like bothering this one it's like oh serious yeah. um and in, and they did the the case of the not gays with Vulcan Skull as well on this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, that was one of my notes of like, um, like they are comedic relief, but like their forms of comedy is like outdated. Like rewatching. Yeah. This, yes. Yeah. Like, the phobia in the previous episode. And yes, that. exactly. Yeah. I will. I see. I, I remember seeing that scene. I was like, is that fat phobic that he can't climb the rope? Or is it like, is it just supposed to like, like bulk yeah, if he, if he couldn't climb the rope, I think that would be fine because he was like bragging about it, and that's, yeah. that's like his comeuppance. He didn't have to bring the ceiling down, though. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. See, that's where I knew. I was yeah. like, oh, that's a because the first yeah. episode they do the similar thing where he like comes in, um, yeah, and like he's like can't do the he can't do like the karate kick, but that's like more of like to an attest to his like ignorance of like yeah, because he's like he's on top dog, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Bringing yeah. down yeah. the ceiling, that was, a, that was like, no, that was like, mm, I don't know about that one, though. <laughs> that one was I, actually, yeah. I put I in my notes, was... I put in my notes for Minhas, because you were talking in the first episode, like, oh, Bob and Skull are bullies. I was like, they literally put a dude, <laughs> they threw trash <laughs> on a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Still that bullies out. I'm sorry, I take it back, they are definitely bullies. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they just I grab have... that random guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just throw trash on it. <laughs> Yeah, for he little... recycled. He picked up the can and he recycled it, so they dumped the whole can on him. Yeah, nobody so asked like... if that guy was okay. <laughs> they were just no. was like, "You're out of line," and then he just tossed the guy. We never <laughs> saw that guy again. But speaking of the so... trash, uh, it doesn't get cleaned up by the janitors apparently. Like, <laughs> yeah, is that the same trash at the end of the episode? Yeah, I think so. Up? Yeah. And oh, and it's grew too. Yeah. yeah, he blames the five kids who are like doing a. Uh, why do you think they did this? Like guys who are like advocating against pollution and trash, like like, uh, littering. Why are you saying these are the guys who did it? Like this principal is like, what are yeah. you doing? Pay right. attention to your kids. I feel like this episode is like the most relevant to 2020 yeah. because we have like yeah. our pollution problems. And then, like, our activists are, like, destroying property as well. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I noticed, uh, Nev, you wrote in your notes, um, Rita is the source of all pollution. Because <laughs> she was you like, ha-ha, my, my, my dump site. I was like, wait, when'd you purchase this land? Why is this your <laughs> dump site? Like, she was so, just like... 
So she says that it's her pollution, and then the dinosaur-headed one is like, yes, using their own pollution against them. <laughs> so, like, yeah. pollution is it? <laughs> but she yeah. owns that dump site. They're like, what happens if they find out it's your dump site? I'm like, wait, who did she She's, give the money to? How did she purchase? She's just an irresponsible business owner, right? How long yeah. has she taken time, too? Because she just got out of the dumpster on the moon and now she has this full-blown dump site that's just so bad that the rangers are like this is horrible i was like this is this like nick was talking about episode two being chopped together i thought episode three was way more chopped together episode three is like the worst (laughs) like of the of the three that we've seen so far that's like immensely chopped together because it doesn't one of the big things is like the the minotaur is huge right like he grows big Mm -hmm. and then they get into the megazords to fight it they don't even transform into full Megazord. They, they stay in, like, vehicle mode. Mm-hmm. And then Zordon's like, well, they've tried everything. <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> and they bring them back. And he's small when yeah, they go out back. again. <laughs> yeah, he comes yeah. back. And I was like, why did you just put this in order? It would have been fine if it was in order. Yeah. Why are you oh, weapons stronger than the Zords? <laughs> yeah. That's, that. okay. So that's the thing about that I always kind of forget about the Power Rangers is like, it's more like a giant commercial as mm-hmm. opposed to like being yeah. used to tell like a, like a, a compelling story <laughs> yeah. because like they want to sell the toys. So the yeah. last part of that episode is like, look at the cool new weapons yep. that the Power Rangers have. And yeah. I Which... think that's like why they wanted to end on that note of like, look, they have the power sword and they have like the, the, the bow and the, and the, and the ax. Um, which if, if I had a little note about that too, if you catch the 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 footage where they're like you know shining their weapons in front of the, the monster, um, you catch a couple of them like looking like really old relics, mm. and then they turn into like the new you know oh, technologically yeah. advanced weapons. Yeah. Um, it's because in the original Japanese show, it, it's based off like civilizations from before. So mm. the crew gets these ancient weapons, and when they when they grab them as Power Rangers, then they turn into like full. Oh, weapons. neat! Uh, I was wondering so, about that. Yeah, there's your Sentai trivia for the, for this episode. That's neat. <laughs> but those well, weapons, you were gonna say something, yeah. Those weapons are iconic. I know they're just there they to be sold. They're yes. so yeah. The power axe, I like. I looked at. I was like, what is the, it? It has like because it is a gun as well. He uses it rarely yeah. Yeah. as a gun, yeah. but it is a gun. But like. The weapons as individual weapons, but also then the, the combo, the com- the combination of them. Just like that whole sequence is iconic because it happens so much and I love it so much. So as yes. haphazardly yeah. put together as this episode was, I, I, I love it because those weapons, like that moment is just in my brain constantly because the whole calling of each weapon, throwing them up and everything and like, it's... Every every season, I, I always go back to this. Every season follows that pattern of putting to, or mm-hmm. not every, but most do, and they have that sequence of throwing their weapons together and everything. It's just, it all starts it's here. Great. Like seeing the building yeah. blocks of not only this 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 season but the franchise as a whole is really cool to revisit. Yeah, I like how they're like Lego pieces for everything <laughs> they do. Yeah, Akil, how like, do you feel about that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah Lego, Lego man. <laughs> as, as the resident Lego expert, um, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> do you like that the daggers apparently are also can like have blasters on the other so, side so of yeah, that? That I don't like. This oh, is really? this is my beef with episode two that that like went into overdrive in episode three. I don't know how I feel about the use of 
guns in this series. Okay, yeah, that's so the big thing between this show and Final Fantasy that it's a sword, but it's also a gun. That's yes. a lot of weapons. Yes, in, each of the weapons is show. also a gun, and they also come together to make a bigger gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's funny because it's like, why don't you just shoot them all the time? Why do Why do you even have that sword option to begin right. with? But at the it all goes back to episode one where Zoran's like never escalate until you have to. So that is the foundation of if you ever ever like why did they do this? That's a foundation. You always have to go back to never escalate it until you have to. Yeah, that's and the, we saw that, that with the Minotaur. Their small guns yes. didn't work on the Minotaur, so we needed the big gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, and even I think I didn't put it in my notes. It was episode two or three, but Jason even says I think it was two when they get started getting attacked by the putties. They're like, let's morph. I forgot who says it. But then Jason's like, no, Zordon said we have to try without our powers. And I just like that small little line yeah. just to show like yes. that internalization of these these rules, these yes. guidelines that Zordon set. And then, of course, Jason yes. is like, yo, guys, let's do this. Like, you know, I just yeah. <laughs> I, I like that line in episode two until episode three, when before they even fought the Minotaur, they all morphed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they have to establish, yeah, the putties are are like, um, they're just kind of there, right? Like you have to establish establish that they're not the real threat. And I think that when it comes to, so I think that was like the arc, the three episode arc of when you first see the putties, they are overwhelmed. They need more to fight them. In episode Mm -hmm. two, Jason's like, all right, like, they're a little bit uh, powerful, but we have to like at least try because clearly, as we have seen in episode one, as we've seen in the past for them, they uh, there's going to be a larger threat, and there's never been a position. We've never been there's never been a point where there's not going to be a larger threat. So we know that if we're fighting at our max at our base level, that's going to be an issue. By the time right. we reach episode three, Jason and everyone kind of have like the formula figured out. They're like, we know what Rita's like. We know that we can defeat these putties on our own. We've done it in the past. But when it comes to the big bad, we need to bring out our big guns. And so they've kind of yeah. figured out their power levels at this point, is how I rationalize your little gripe. I like that. <laughs> I never thought no, about that. But you, I can see it, yeah. Yeah. And they, they also learned, I guess it was the point of this episode, but they learned that they need to work together. Because once they're separated, then the putties can defeat them by just like a football huddle. <laughs> Oh yes, yes. Dude, they Wait, hugged. Was that, I think, that was episode two. I think that was an episode, episode two. two. Yeah, but they hug yeah. Jason, Zach, and Kimberly for the longest time. They're just like holding yeah. them. I'm like, do something to them. And then Billy huh? and Trini just kind of like crawl in. <laughs> yeah, they, that's how they get defeated. <laughs> this episode, I, like, it's it's. I'm trying to figure out like the momentum because like they both they 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 split up, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get attacked by the Minotaur. And then Goldar shows up with putties yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yes. And then there, I was like, everyone's just out to get him this episode. There was a, <laughs> like, no, everybody's out. Episode three was actually, in my, as far as I can remember, one of Ble- Rita's best ex- executed plans because she had Trini and Kimberly fighting the putties and Goldar, had the guys fighting the Minotaur, and then even Squat and Babu were just like chucking rocks at them. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, wow. I was like, hey, everybody's man. involved. Like, this is well executed. Uh, and then the, trying yeah. to get him this episode. the second he grew, I was like, no, that's the mistake. You Then they can come <laughs> together. Like, you gotta keep them, you know. So, but it was, I was impressed. I was like, Rita, you should do more of this in the future because I know you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I like how she. Go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry go ahead. No, uh, it's just. It... 
Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> was it this episode she asked for Advil or aspirin? Yes, yeah, she said, somebody yeah. bring me an aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's so actually she... literally what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, same way. Because she's like, and all the idiots and all the evil people in the universe, I'm stuck with you guys. Which is the first time you hear that there's other evil people in the universe. So yeah. again, we're establishing that lore. And that does come back later a lot, even in MMPR. Uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I love that that's like the first time you kind of like really see that. But then at the, at the same time, she's always like, somebody in aspirin, which is one of her iconic lines also that ends up sticking because <laughs> it's so funny for some reason. But I also think it's actually really funny because she's like, these people, like even though it's her plan and she she mucks it up all the time, it's everyone else's fault. But but who got her the aspirin? Yeah, that's what like, it was. Like, yeah. how'd she know aspirin exists that it cures, that yeah. it helps with headaches? And who got it for? Like, did Squat or Babu just go and steal some from a pharmacy? Like, like I was just, which that's what that was my thought. I was like, wait, why does how she know aspirin exists? Right, <laughs> she's been away for ten thousand years. Like, I, the mentioning of like other evildoers like in the universe, it's like mm -hmm. so. This is like organized crime for you guys. Like, you guys are like a whole <laughs> society of people. I mean, who've decided to just like, yeah, we're just gonna be evil. It's like, oh, it's like a day evil. job. So yeah, because that also adds it adds to the campiness of like. Okay, yeah, I've attacked them now. I have no reason to wait until next week to do it again, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't make sense. Like why a period of time passes when she clearly knows who they are mm -hmm. all the yeah. time. She knows who they are, where they are, what they do every single day. If she wanted to know what they ate for breakfast, she could figure it out. But every time she's like, I'm just gonna wait till next week to do yeah. it again. And she's always looking at what they're doing, and yeah. like her plan is about what they're doing. Like in this episode. Um, where she's like, oh, I see that Trini and Kimberly are doing this, like, protest. Let me make my plan around that. Like, she's doing what she's doing based off what these teens are doing. <laughs> How concerned um, of a villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, let's make I it convenient for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they only life lessons this way better because it's, like, directly related. Right, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's. She, if you think about it, she's much more supportive than the boys in this episode. It's like, hey, yeah. look, I can I can be there with them too. <laughs> I, like, I'll send the buddies over there since the boys yeah. decided that's chill. And while they're at it, they can pick me up some aspirin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the grocery store, like, you, feed uh... the parishers, do some groceries, then come back. Secretly, Rita's just trying to be best friends with everybody, and everyone's just <laughs> yeah. like misunderstanding her. I feel yeah. like she secretly loves Earth because she doesn't want to destroy it. She wants to conquer it. That is right. like a thing that like kind of when well uh, again spoilers for like the future, but like when Zed shows up, she, they have this weird like relationship with yeah. Earth of like this yeah. love hate thing. They're like, no, we don't want to destroy Earth. We just want to conquer it. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And speaking of other villains in the universe, like you definitely see a lot of content again not too too much into future episodes you do see a lot of contention between rita zed and the other villains and how they deal with when they're trying to take over earth um that's yeah but that's that's not even just in this like later seasons like beyond just mfpr but it's great like they like rita is so she's just so funny like i don't know what she she's is, doing yeah. <laughs> she's so happy and I, yeah I she is everything about her yeah. Like I think growing up as a kid and seeing like a like a okay, so this is like something that I noticed like growing up. It's like there's always like the female villain, right? Because Rita mm -hmm. was the female villain. Um, but they like they don't do it very often where the villain is like a woman after after Rita, as opposed to I think 
um, not SPD, Rescue. Rescue had a female villain as well. But there's yeah, always but Turbo. Did Turbo yeah. have? Oh Turbo, yeah, she did space, have one too. Lost Galaxy. Yeah. Space. Yeah, Lost Galaxy. I'm maybe I'm just my, no, but you know what? No, no, no. There Nick, is a male counterpart that they add a, yeah. sometimes in some seasons. Like yeah, the, big, the biggest one is like Rancic. Um, right. Like Rancic wasn't in the original Japanese show, but they added him yeah. for right. those seasons. And it's like an ongoing trend that happens because Zed also I don't think yes he's American. In Jap- yeah, he's a he's yeah, an American yeah. villain. It's like they wanted to just add that part, and it's like there, but there's like a campiness to you know to Rita being this like witch who's just like doing it all yeah. by herself. It's like a little bit like. It's an, admirable it's like she just wants she knows what she wants and she's really she goes for it no you're right and then you also write about uh diva talks and astronomer because they're also co-led by or like this other person that's kind of there um yeah so i i I think like even dark specter and whatnot so there there is definitely an overlying male villain so you are right like and we do have a lot of just rita um just doing her own thing and that's why it's a really big deal when you know, Zed shows up, there's a lot of contention there because Rita is a strong, independent woman and she yeah. has been, like, doing this plan for a really, really long time. She knows these teens. Right. And, like, like personally <laughs> knows these teens. She's like, ah, Trini, Trini's doing this at, with Kimberly. Better, like, figure this out. Um, this is not an ad sponsor or anything, but Reebok just released their new Power Ranger collab shoe and it's Rita Repulsa-themed. Mm, and I nice. saw it in person it has like the fur and like the little like cloth spikes on it and it has like a little it's like a little pump shoe and i saw it at the outlet the other day and i was like man i could just walk away <laughs> like i could just buy this right now uh, but then i'd have to get like all of the other power ranger shoes and i was like that's that's a huge commitment i don't i don't have <laughs> the, yeah. the money for right i don't now. have the dollars and, and funnily enough speaking of the weapons at GameStop, they had Billy's little staff thingy, life size, and wow. it took all of me not to buy it. It Ooh. took all of me not to buy it. I'm like, I need this, but also, no, I can't. Um, so really, like, it is a testament to the fact that these are large ads. Funnily enough, I remember back in the day very, very vividly watching uh, episode two and have the ad for episode two um like having the Power Ranger ads, and they're like, "Oh, look at this!" It's like the very stereotypical '90s, like with the Power Rangers. And remember yes, the flippy, the flippy head ones, yeah. yes, where like the the heads like turned and like the helmet would come and then their face would come. And those, I very specifically have like a strong memory of watching those ads and wanting those toys. They re-released it recently, I think, um, with all of them. Because I remember seeing uh, the, the legendary catalog. I, I don't know why I pay attention to the legendary catalog when literally I don't buy them ever. I bought right. the two helmets, and I was like, I'm never buying anything ever again. Nice to look. Yeah, it's just yeah. nice to look. But they, they re-released those recently. I think I also have the Saba sword, mm-hmm. um, which um, coincidentally, I also named my cat Saba. Mm. Nice. <laughs> somewhere He's somewhere around here. Um, but yeah, it really is just like a giant commercial, which yeah. adds, again, to the charm. But it's it's sometimes like it gets really excessive where... Yeah. They really just, especially like those add-ons at the end. Do you guys remember the VHS like martial arts videos that they would? Yes, uh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. man, so, Power okay, Ranger we, was iconic. I, we gotta send a kill some of them because it was literally gotta. just just the cast were like, we're gonna show you how to do karate. Yeah, yeah. I have a Tommy. Oh, I have a Tommy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. White Ranger classes in the show. I gotta see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess because they had it in episode one, they're like, we don't really need to like have Jason showing off, even though they do make him show off a lot. Show off a lot. Yeah. yeah. Though, Akil, um, what did yeah. you think of Alpha's 
final dance moves. Oh, short no. circuiting. <laughs> short circuiting um, the communication. Uh, so for the viewers at home that don't know, I spent the last three days dancing. Like I dance in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned it on the last episode. Like we we just had a holiday, and that holiday involves a lot of dancing. Oh, okay. um, so not not a fan of Alpha. I think he's still got he's still got a ways <laughs> to go. I think Zach is cutting him off a little bit too soon, saying like, "Don't focus on the break dancing," but like <laughs> he's he's got potential. I like it. Yeah, you know that he literally called only Zach to yeah. come there. Like he yeah, finally he's like, I would that? get <laughs> Zach needs to come here and teach me how to dance. Yeah, because Zach is the one that dances. <laughs> He's been dancing since the first minute of episode one. He's the one that dances. Yeah. Oh, man. Hip-hop keto. Oh, yeah. Not, keto. You know, it's great. Um, he I feel like I learned class. that in high school. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Uh, no, because <laughs> they, what is it, like Taibo or something? There is a hip-hop, like, aerobics Dance yeah, that was popular Maybe. around the same time. Yeah, that also jazzercise. Oh, really? That's yeah. the era of mixing music yes. with exercises. There's, there's like oh, a hip-hop cool. specific so size. That that whole that last sequence with Alpha, I I noted, um, it goes back to what I was saying. Like I think they made him extra goofy in the mm -hmm. beginning, and they slowly kind of tone him down. You know, because um, they're still figuring out like what's what's what with the show. Um, mm -hmm. Something stick like Skull always being like Bulk's hype man, but in like a failing kind of way. Like he doesn't, he's not great at it. Like even in the first episode when he does the whole like, wah, wah, he like pokes Bulk a yeah. bunch of times. Like this <laughs> is, like that sticks him spitting in Bulk's hand when Bulk's getting ready to climb the rope. Yeah. Like these little, those, I was laughing at that. Skull is hilarious. Skull <laughs> yeah. is my favorite. I still stand yeah. for that to this Skull, day. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. But like, so those things stick. I think Alpha being as ridiculous i think they tone it down billy's techno talk for lack of a better yeah. term they slowly toned that down so it's just it's really cool to see them figuring it out uh, like i didn't realize yeah, how yeah, much yeah. they were kind of just like throwing things out there and seeing what what connects with people yeah yeah alpha yeah alpha search circuits is a lot so it makes sense his personality kind of changes here and there has he done his i i i i i yet nope yeah i feel like i haven't he has yeah he, he said i is there like a specific i i i because he's been saying no. that a lot in yeah. episode three. Oh, has he he said it like three or four oh. times maybe it's one of those things where it's like it's become so accustomed to me like you don't even mm -hmm. yeah, yeah don't even like it. pick up on it You're yeah because like, it's like so oh that's, that's, we, that's why we have that's why we have Akil on the show to give us <laughs> to, to give us some fresh eyes. eyes and ears yeah <laughs> there you go i don't know the tropes i don't know about these other super villains <laughs> um we were talking about walter uh emmanuel jones who plays zach I, he actually can't i was talking to kyle this happened at morphicon i was talking to kyle about radiant black uh we just like chat a little bit and he comes up right behind me um, you know, says hi to Kyle, gives him like a fist bump. He puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like, you know, this guy's the greatest. And I was like, yeah, I'm like his biggest fan. Also, aren't you Zach from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, I'm a big fan. And then he just went back to his table. Was, he's a really nice guy. He's so um, great. He seems yeah. nice, yeah. We're going to get you guys all to Morphicon. That's yeah. good. I was just, once you mentioned Morphicon, I was like, yo, we oh, yes. all should go to Morphicon. Yeah, should go yes, to that's my big dream. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm gonna go the next one. So we well, we should all like plan to go together. Yeah, yeah that, be that'll be twenty twenty four because they do it every other year. Four. So yeah, yeah, we'll definitely 
we'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I know the guy. <laughs> you do know the guy. I do know um, the guy. I think that'll be really, really exciting. And I think that's like also a great way to kind of end up this episode because I think we've yeah. covered all the talking points that we mm -hmm. needed to do. And thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this has been Once a Ranger. Once again, I'm Nev. I'm Minhas. I'm joined with Nev Akil. <laughs> I know now. That's it. That's the law. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, we'll no, see you no, in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Bye. 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 Once a ranger, always a ranger.